This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, Steeler Nation? This is Rashad Coward here. This is to SteelerNation.com podcast. Hello, Steeler Nation, and you're listening to your SteelerNation.com podcast. It's sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Today, we are happy to have our newest offensive lineman, Rashad Coward. Rashad, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. You know, pretty tired, but can't complain. Nice. Well, welcome to the show. I, I guess you're not in Pittsburgh yet. You're still in Illinois, correct? Correct. And whereabouts in Illinois do you live? Uh, Mundelein. Where exactly is that? I have no idea where that is. Is it close to Chicago? It's like a 30-minute drive from Chicago. Oh, that, that's not far then at all. So you started looking into houses in the Pittsburgh area yet? Uh, yeah, apartments for right now. Yeah, before you can switch over and get everything set for the family? Yeah. Now, I love your Twitter account, man, because specifically like your first description, which I can relate to being a father and eight-year-old daughter, it simply reads, girl dad. So tell Steeler Nation what it's like being what being a girl dad means to you. It motivates you in all aspects of life. Like yeah. when I, my wife first got pregnant, it was like a reality check. It got my priorities straight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know I got to provide for this little girl to make sure she has the best of everything. She not like buy herself, but like give her opportunities in life that I didn't have and put her in a great position in life. So whatever she wants to be, I'll be there to push her out throughout the way. And it's just changed my mindset of just pushing me harder on and off the field and just being a better person and, you know, treating my wife the right way so she could see how to be treated by a man when she's looking for a husband when she gets older. So it's yeah. me setting the oh. example growing up faster. So it was like, you know, she's like my twin, you know. She just <laughs> she wants to play fight with me. She wants to do a lot with me. Yeah. You know, she see me running. She's going to run behind me. I leave the house. I leave, I leave the car. She's going to start panicking. She thinks I'm leaving oh, her. Oh, no. Yeah. She makes, me, she makes me a better person, honestly. That is perfectly said for the being the father of a daughter, because to me, it, it changed me internally as well. It kind of made me open up my emotions a little bit more, made me listen a little bit more. And it's made me a better person because of it. So I absolutely love that you're getting that same incredible experience from your daughter Zora she's those pictures are amazing online so Steeler Nation you gotta check out those pictures too on his on uh, Rashad's social media he's on uh, Instagram at R-C-R-A-M-P-A-G-E that's R-C Rampage and Twitter at Rashad Coward R-A-S-H-A-A-D C-O-W-A-R-D and your those pictures are awesome your family is beautiful Rashad uh, and not only is your wife beautiful but she's also smart and I hear she's just finishing up her master's in social work and what I found interesting is she still has time to whip some people's butts on Twitch so tell us a little bit about this amazing woman well, she she's a little older than me, but she she sees things differently. 
and it's helping me help me grow mentally when I struggle. I sometimes I struggle mentally when it gets a little tough, but she helps me along the way and keeps me motivated and tell me like, you know, you got this, you know, you won't be in this position for no reason. You've done it before. Yeah. And she, she had, you know, she had different upbringing than me. She, she a military kid. So she's been bouncing around most of her life and she's ran track in college. Oh, wow. And so she's an athlete too. So she understands the grind and importance to take care of your body. And she always motivates, like tells me, hey, look, you need to eat healthy. She'll yeah. cook healthy foods. You know, I might not like it, but she, I'm always going to eat it because she put me in the right position. <laughs> and so her, like her master, she's doing social work right now. She's at uh, Northwestern Hospital. Oh yeah. She's spending up her, uh, her externship. Yeah. And she just finished up her last class with her teacher. So she's on the like, she's literally a couple weeks out from graduating. I'm excited about that because she wants to start her career and her being a mom and taking care of me and just, you know, playing the game is, that's what she does to relieve stress and yeah. con- like connect to people. Cause you know, COVID yeah. going out. So yeah. she picked that hobby up and then it turned out like, you know, I told, always told her like, you need your own TV show cause she's so animated <laughs> and full of life, but like, she's life to the party. Yeah. And it shows her game and how fast it's growing. Everybody loves her. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves seeing her play. Loves seeing her get mad and it's, <laughs> And watching her grow because she's been she's been getting really good at the game. Nice. And what's her favorite game right now? Call of Duty and Among Us. Yes. Yeah, because I saw the Call of Duty highlights and she was. I think she was just running oh. around with a um a, a, a shield the entire time, just hitting people with a baton, trolling. <laughs> just trolling people. people. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, she figured she found out like started doing that me and her the other day and. Uh and it's hilarious it is man it is so you were born and raised in brooklyn new york what was it like playing football and growing up there growing up there my first couple years like i can remember my first like elementary school middle school was rough you know i was always in trouble fighting but make sure my brother was always good because i didn't want nobody picking on him or bothering him yeah no just always in trouble like Get to high school. My sister, like I started playing Pop Warner football maybe my last year of middle school. Yeah. And my sister was like, you know, you're you 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 got the hustle. So she called, she harassed my high school coach before I even got there to make sure I made I got on the team. Wow. And then she told me, like, you know, you could go far with this, like yeah. this is your out. And I didn't get it until probably my sophomore year. And my mom was told me like you have to have at least an 80 average to play football. And I took it seriously because wow. I hey, this is my, this is my fun. Like, this is what I enjoy to do. So I got myself together with school, started getting the better grades. And before you know it, school started coming. Hmm. School started coming in and asking me, you know, how's your class where, you know, they like what they see on film. I had some, some big schools come in. No, I made the clearinghouse literally maybe a week before National Signing Day. Oh, wow. Yeah, and Old Dominion offered me a scholarship via Facebook. Oh, cool. Yeah, my my man Coach Z, he's his closest coaches I still talk to this talk to to this day. Mm. And I'm I'm thankful for him because he gave me an opportunity, you know, and then after I made the clearinghouse, the big schools offered, but I was like, you guys me, my thing is loyalty, and they weren't yeah. showing loyalty mm-hmm. throughout the process. They just want me to, I guess, for another body, but old me, like, stuck it through where 
I was struggling getting the scores to the SAT, so I took the ACT. Yeah. And then when ODU said I finally got in, it was just up to the clearinghouse now. And then mm-hmm. you know, the craziest thing is I feel like I went in those the first couple of tests I took, SAT, mm-hmm. ACT, I was trying my hardest and I was getting bad scores on the reading. Yeah. Then I got cleared for ODU. Mm-hmm. I went to took the test, relaxed and chilling. Mm-hmm. My, the highest grades I got. Nice. I both, and wow. I was like, I clearly made the clearinghouse like with ease. And I was like, okay. Oh, sweet. Like, why did I put my put so much pressure on myself? So, mm. uh, my little brother, my little brother motivated me when I was younger to play football too, because me and him did everything together. We're we're probably what, two years out, really only a year out, yeah. And we do everything together. We did oh. everything together growing up. We did yeah. everything when it came to sports. You could say fighting, <laughs> riding bikes. We did everything. Yeah. He, he's always found a way to be successful in life, and he's motivates me to push myself now. Did he go to ODU with you as well? No, so he went to Buffalo State because he okay. he uh, tore his hamstring his senior year of football, so he oh. didn't play football. So he just stopped with the football, and then now he works uh, corrections. Not corrections. He does uh, border patrol in New York State. Oh, cool! Yeah, he just graduated, and he does that now. So I'm just, like very proud of him because the young guy just doing what he got to do. So when you were playing football, starting off in high school, were you playing on the defensive side, or were we playing on offensive side, or a little bit of both? I was I was playing both sides, offense wow. and defense. Yeah, and, and kick return, punt return, and everything. We only yeah. had twenty guys. <laughs> So, so what positions were you playing on offense and which positions on defense? I played center mm-hmm. in high school. All through high school, I played center. Wow. And I played defensive tackle and defensive end. My senior year, my last two years, I played – my first two years, I played defensive tackle. And then you go to Old Dominion University in Norfolk to play defensive tackle for the Monarchs. Uh, yes. Now, now, Norfolk is a unique place because it has this, like, vacation vibe and it's also, like – every branch of the armed forces are there. So what did you like best about living in that area? I feel like it gave me a fresh start mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody in New York city is hostile. Yeah. You know, I get to Virginia, me being a young New York guy, I'm walking around, you no know, mean face walking around angry. Yeah. Everybody. Good morning. Hi, everyone. It's not a old <laughs> don't walk by that says, hello. Good morning. Everybody speaks. Everybody's being nice. Oh, and it's me up a little bit to be okay. Yeah, I myself. you know, I don't have to be all tense and on edge all the time. Yeah, because you walk across the street and there'd be a group of guys, they start screaming, Yo, like, try to come bother you, want to yeah. go fight, jump you. So I'm like, Okay, I can relax now. So <laughs> cool. I, loved, I love the support the area gave the athletes. Mm-hmm. Like, New York City didn't get so much hype around it, but in Virginia, they love their sports, and I loved yeah. it there. Like, it was amazing. Like, I don't want to say they treat you like celebrities, but you got like people knew who you were. Mm-hmm. People made you feel comfortable, and it was just amazing how they come together for a football game or event, and no, and there's no trouble. It's just everybody having a good time, and I and it mm-hmm. stuck with me. I said, man, I need to go to. I need to live in a state where they show love to sports yeah. and show love to everyone. Like it just your, your days would be nicer. But I feel like this is always warm there. Everybody's. Mm-hmm. Like, that's true. Well, it, it was a little colder in Chicago. So how would Chicago then compare as far as for the, the, the way that people are and treat their, their sports and their athletes there when you were playing with the Bears? 
like New York. Yeah, yeah. Like New and, York, so it's a little bit harder, yeah. a little bit, a little they're bit just, tougher. But... Just cleaner than New York, for sure. Chicago's <laughs> a very good city. I'll just yeah. say that. Okay, cool. So you had a lot of tackles for a defensive lineman, and you racked up over 120 tackles in three years. What was the favorite play that you made in college? Oh, I might sound mean here. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> we played Eastern Michigan my junior year, and the quarterback was killing me, like killing us. He was talking, talking, talking. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I'm going to get you at least one time. <laughs> so he rolls out to the to my left, his right. He's running to throw the ball, and I hit him. I hit him so hard, hmm. I broke his jaw. Oh my gosh! Wow. And my coach, the, the ref said the hit wasn't late. The hit was too violent. Gotcha. And it's no, it's, said, it's only violent because of the result, not necessarily how you hit the guy, right? I hit him. I hit him like it's I lowered. My, over my shoulder and I, and I put my whole body weight on his like face. Oh gosh. Wow. Because it was just, you know, the kid was killing us. He was super athletic and really good. And it was just, yeah, I just need, we just need to make a play. It wasn't a dirty hit. It wasn't a no. dirty play. He was running. If you scrambling, that's what happens. Mm. That and uh, the tackle I had against NC state, like the, the early in the game. And I blew up the running back in the backfield. Oh, nice. And and I saw you had a touchdown as well, right? On a fumble recovery in, in college as well. I did so. Walk us through you know, that one. You know what kills me about that game? What's that? My mom and my family comes to every game. And this one game, I guess the bus, huh. the bus broke down. So they the one game they didn't come, I scored a touchdown. I was so mad. Oh, oh gosh. So what was it? So it was a three down front. I was playing and mm-hmm. just a good thing, because it was like I think third and long or fourth and long. Yeah. We already hit the last drive. Hmm. So I just bull rush the tackle. And then the defensive end on the other side, boom, he hits a spin move and he knocks the ball out. You know, in practice, you see the ball. You're like, is that the ball? I said, is that the ball? Yeah. So I, I started running for the ball and I, and I picked it up. Huh. I was like seven-yard line. I'm running to seven-yard line. Somebody grabs my leg. I already scored, but I made sure I was in the end zone. So I stretched <laughs> out. And everybody – Ran off the sidelines going crazy. I know we had somebody after that, but like everybody was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Everybody was going nuts. Yeah. That's the best home game performance we had mm. by far. And, and there's just nothing as exciting being a defensive player getting to get in that end zone and punch yourself in. And that's why the whole team goes nuts too, man. So that really had to be a fun experience. Running off the sideline, like <laughs> almost the whole team, guys with no helmets and the ref is like, Pointing that guy, throwing flag. Like, <laughs> oh, like he's just scored a touchdown. Right. <laughs> Calm down, refs. Let's let the big guy score a touchdown and everybody <laughs> celebrate because that gets everybody excited. That's awesome. Uh, did you was that early in the game? Was that late in the game? It was late in the game. We were up by like I think ten, uh-huh. and they could have scored because there was a lot of time in the fourth quarter left. They could have yeah. scored, put, put the game closer. Yeah, that was like. And that fumble, like, put the game away. That touchdown put the game away. That's awesome. <laughs> so then everybody really could start celebrating because they knew that the win was pretty was much assured after that play. Exactly. I was so happy. Right. <laughs> was, okay. This is this is like your college moment right here, and I had and I had one. I was like, okay, this is amazing. This is my senior year. Yeah. Going, this was amazing. 
Oh, cool. So you also ended up, uh, I think it was your senior year, you ended up playing in the, uh, the Bahamas Bowl. So tell us what it's like to go travel to the islands and play a football game. It was nice. You know, I've been there before at a young age. My mom took, took my siblings on a cruise, me and my siblings on a cruise. Yeah. But as an adult, it was nice. Like, it was really nice. Plant we came in. Uh-huh. And I just saw the the water just change, you know. Yeah. And I'm and I'm like, I'm telling you, I, I told him I said, guys, when y'all see that water, you gonna always gonna be in the water. <laughs> that, that, that beautiful cold. blue. <laughs> I was like, you know, I come from New York, the water green out there. <laughs> so well, Ch- Chicago, it gets green around St. Patrick's Day, but you don't want to get in that water either. <laughs> no, you don't. But it was like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah, we did a lot of team bonding things. Like, had dinner together when we first got there. They had a whole festival for us. The only thing I didn't I didn't like was we ate Popeyes every day, and I hated it. Like that's. <laughs> but other than that, it was a great experience. We we had a nice dance contest, dance off. We had mm. we had uh swimming with the dolphins, and I have a couple of pictures oh, where. Oh, cool. I had a couple of videos, a couple of pictures where the dolphins are like taking us in the water, doing trace. We had to pitch the dolphins. It was great. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That, that year was magical. And then the game time, the guys knew when practice came and game came, game time came, we were locked in. We were focused. We were ready to just, just play. Like, you know, this is it. This is our last year. I said, we're not going to lose this game. Mm-hmm. We took, we played these guys about three, two years in a row already. It was like, yo, they're not beat. They're yeah. not beat. Yeah, you guys had their great. number too. It looked like from the from all the times you were playing them, they were good. They were a good team. They, like, yeah, team. but I was just happy that we came out on top and first ever bowl game in school history and first ever bowl win. And that's uh, always oh, with us. that's awesome. <laughs> it was great. It was a great way to go out. Like you started up a program mm-hmm. and you you get them to a bowl game, and it's just you know just amazing feeling. Like okay, this this is your legacy at this school. Yep. Oh, that's great. And you ended up beating Eastern Michigan and the Steelers just ended up signing uh, a wide receiver that played in that game by the name of Matthew Sexton. So are you planning on reminding him who won that game when you see him in training camp? Um, Me? I'm not, I'm not the one to, to rub it in your face, but if you yeah. bring it up, it's going to happen. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Like, you, know, it is. you know, those Eastern Michigan guys are going to say something to you. <laughs> They were, they were like, oh, you shouldn't see me the whole week during the bowl week. The coaches was like, can you please get hurt in practice? I'm just like, what? I'm like, all right, I'm not even about to talk to you. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's something else. So, and also another thing that um, Steeler Nation may or may not know, but you got a lot of good <clears throat> players that are coming out of that school. And last year, I remember Travis Fulgham, who played with you. I mean, he was killed us in that Eagles game. I mean, he had like 150 yards and a touchdown against us. Um, I know Tyler uh, Heineke was playing for, yeah, sorry, Taylor Heineke. Yeah. He was playing for the, the Washington team uh, right there in the playoffs and at the end of the year, and he was doing some good stuff for them as well. He shows he can play in this league, but I mean, you can go on and on. There's some really good players just around the league. Uh, And uh, do you still talk with any of them? Are you still close to any of them? Yeah, so I talked to O'Shane because I played defensive line with him, and he's the first player drafted from Old Dominion. Nice, and he's at the Giants now, right? Yeah, so I so we played him twice now. So I played against him. You know, he just I used to tell each other we proud of each other and just keep focused and keep pushing because you know we came from we come from a small school and we just need each other to be like motivate each other every week. 
like, yo, even when he was hurt, I was like, bro, how your shoulder, how you feeling, you know, well, how your mindset, how your mental going, because I want to make sure my guys are good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you know, when Zach have a breakout game against the Texans, I just, I congratulate him, like, yo, you're doing your thing. Like, when they beat us last year, the coach had beat us, he told me, like, yo, we're going to beat you. And I was like, I don't know, because we got a pretty good defense. And I gave it to him. I say, y'all, y'all the real deal. Mm-hmm. And Taylor, Taylor, that performance you see from Taylor, that's normal for us. Like, you don't even know. Wow. Taylor. Yeah, because yeah, he's Taylor, making plays, so, like, doing the best that he could with, with what that's he what Taylor does. That's what Taylor, Taylor is a gamer. He's a baller. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy he had another opportunity. Mm-hmm. And he's comfortable enough to be himself and just go play because Taylor is a player. Like nobody, I've seen Taylor do scary things. I'm just like, yo, this guy is a problem, and I'm just glad he has opportunity to compete for a starting job because if he yeah. gets that starting job, I know he'll take advantage of it where he'll play for a long, a longer time because he's already had five years in the NFL already. Yeah, that's that's great. And then Rick, yeah. Rick, Super Bowl champion. What can you yep. say about that? <laughs> Long snapper for the Eagles, Super Bowl champion. He's been, he's always been accurate, and always making tackles. That's one thing. He ain't soft. And Travis, Travis, Travis just came on. Travis turned up. I know. Mike yeah. Senior, yeah. Travis is coming on scene. I was like, oh, he's about to be scary. Once he get it together, he's gonna be scary. And in his senior year, mm-hmm. nobody could guard him. And he needed a he needed an opportunity, and he got one from the Eagles. And I was like, you know what? I'm happy that he's mentally ready for his his uh because he's going to be great like it's, this is just the beginning because travis is yeah. super athletic and gifted and it, it's just the beginning for him and i'm excited for that because odu is producing players and i'm happy he came from a walk-on earned the scholarship within a week wow yeah that's wow. how within a week that yeah you, you never hear of a walk-on earning a scholarship with them it's, it's usually it's incredible if they can win a scholarship within a year that is insane Yes, that's how that's how crazy good he was. It was a kid when I forgot what Jason he had an 80 number. And yeah. it was just, yo, who's this kid catching his passes all but all our DBs? Wow. And then within a week, he got a scholarship, and then <laughs> it was just up from there. He just kept doing it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just happy to see guys do do well. Yeah. And I saw him doing the league against my team last year, so I know he's gonna continue to do it. And I guess Tim Ward also won a championship then yeah. with Kansas City. Tim, Tim is is an animal. Yeah, like with Tim, I'm sad that he got hurt his senior year in ODU, yeah. but the Chiefs liked him enough to give him a shot. And the first game he played, he gets a sack. Oh, like gosh. Tim, <laughs> Tim is Tim is going to be a problem. Like Tim, keep doing what he's doing. Tim is going to be he he might be the best out of all of us. Honest truth. Wow, wow, that's great. Yeah, and I remember Jeremy Cox being the running back for you guys as well. I think he he played in that uh, Bahamas game as well with you, didn't he? Yeah, he's hurdling guys. <laughs> he's hurdling guys. Yeah, he's a big guy. He plays fullback right now. Yeah, for yeah the Broncos. Correct. Yeah, so Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy always had that mentality from from. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm young, but I need to, I'm going to the pros no matter what. That's why he, he always had that mindset. He said, draft or not, I'm going to the pros. Yeah. And he, just self-determined and I it's like 
you can see where guys were head at, like where their heads at. Like, yes. okay, what is it? What are they about? He had the size, he has the athleticism, he has the speed. Jeremy was like, I'm going to make it. He had the mental, and he's doing what he said he's going to do. Mm, that's awesome. Then Zach Pascal with the Colts, who you who was out of your draft class. Yeah, Zach. Zach yeah. is the ball. He's going to be one of the top receivers. Like when they get when he get his shot to be the number one receiver, he's going to be the number one receiver. Like hands down. Mm. Wow, nice. Carson <laughs> Wentz is going to help him with that. That's going to be great. I can't wait to see that this year. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so when you were deciding which team to join after the draft, uh, did the Steelers reach out to you at all, or was it just Chicago or any other teams? It was other teams that offered like more money to join teams. Me was, I don't want, I didn't want to be a camp body. I wanted to see my best situation. Yeah. That's smart. At the time, because my agent said the money's going to come regardless. You don't want $60,000 just to get cut. Yeah. You're going to make that within maybe four weeks. He said, you know, pick where they need help in the area and you can play it well. And at the time that the Bears needed that to the D-line. Yep. And I said, okay. I was the only rookie they were um signing a D-line. So I oh, said, wow. okay, yeah. this is best for me right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, down the road, if any of the teams pop up, because the Steelers were at my practices a lot at ODU. Oh, wow. Nice. The day, you know, it was a bad part, though. The days I they, they would come in to watch me practice, I would have to leave practice maybe an hour early because I had class <laughs> gotcha so they only see the one-on-ones and not team and that's um coach tomlin's old stomping grounds too he's from the newport news area so he knows yeah. you well yeah i went to i go to his camps i've been going to his camps the past two years yeah so at his uh his banquet at, at night and we just have we just have conversations he was just telling me you know stay motivated keep pushing yourself and he was telling all the young guys like look do what you do best Forget the strings attached. Just if you could play ball, just play ball and have fun and enjoy it because it ain't gonna last forever, honestly. Yeah. So you were playing defensive lineman your rookie year there with the Bears. And tell us the process when you transitioned to becoming an offensive lineman. Uh, whose decision was that, and what you had to go through to get your body and ready to play that? Well, obviously, at least you had some background from high school doing it. Well, yeah, it was different compared compared to high school. Yeah, I'm sure. Completely <laughs> different, but. I was struggling at first. I was just my athleticism, just trying to get back and try to move around and just try to stay in the way. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Vic Fangio pulled me in the offense like, do you want to play four years in the NFL and try to make a roster, barely making a roster as a defensive tackle, or do you want to have a 10-year career playing offensive line? Nice. And I was like, oh, well, that's obvious. You know, <laughs> I'm not about to have my pride in the way. Yeah. So, so I, Coach Nagy called me to his office, and I told Coach Nagy I'll do anything to help this team win. Like, awesome. oh. I'm, I don't care if it's like I got play special teams. I want to help the team win, and I want to be, I want to be, I want to be the guy. I'm a team player. I told him I said I'm a team player. I do whatever it takes to help the team win. I don't. I didn't care. I did it. Awesome. And you know, I come home, talk to my wife. I'm like, look, they want me to switch over. I'm gonna do it. 
you know, I was kind of sad, but I told myself, I said, if this works out, this, this is probably, this is great for the best for the both of us. Because O-line, O-line, offensive lineman careers last longer than defensive linemen. Honest yeah. truth. Yeah, they do. And uh, we went to be at a Hall of Fame game that year against the Ravens. Mm. And Vic Fangio, Coach Fangio, excuse me, Coach Fangio mm-hmm. brought me to the Jackie Slater's bus oh. and was like, you got the, I said, you you got the mobility, you got the size, you could be just like this guy. Mm. You know, he's been around, he said, you could do it. He said, just keep working hard, you could do it. He's just been motivating me throughout camp. He's like, look, you got this. I don't worry about it. Yeah. Then when you find your, sign your next contract, you need to sign, you need to send me a hundred dollar bill with your signature on it. <laughs> okay. I got nice. you. It, he and then coach uh Riola, Donnie Riola. Like I was I wasn't getting the offensive scheme. I was confused. I was mm-hmm. going the wrong way someplace. And Coach Riola took me like two days before the game mm-hmm. to put chairs out. And we walked through all the plays and, and assignments just to help me understand as a picture, not just people in front of me. Yeah. And he showed different fronts and was like, this is this front. What do you do? And if I go the wrong way, he said, no, Shad, think about it. You can't just leave him by himself. And he was teaching me just the ins and outs. Because he played online yeah. too. His okay. older brother played like 13 years for the for the Lions at center. So he knows he knows the game. So I'm like, okay, thank you. Every day at practice, before the game, and before like even before the preseason, even before the preseason games, we were in training camp. Coach Raiola will be out there with me in the 30 minutes before practice, 30 minutes after practice, just helping me, mm-hmm. just helping me understand concepts and helping me with just basic techniques. Cause I used to play on my toes a lot. Just basic techniques to stay balanced and stay square. And I always, I've always appreciated him for that. And then by the time the game time came, I was comfortable enough to play, play ball, like comfortable enough to just go have fun and just play. Like I didn't care about the results. I didn't care about what anybody said. I said, you know what? I'm going to just go to play, just have fun and play football and, and not being okay. I was like, and my coach was like, you know, you surprised us the way you played. We didn't expect that from you. Yeah. I was like, okay. I'm like, that's cool. That's a start. I said, we still got to grow. That was all good. And I'm showing some highlights as you, because I know you're on your phone, so you probably can't see this, but I know you're, you're yeah. wearing number 69 there for the Bears. Looks like you're playing right guard and just got some great highlights here of you blowing up some people that Steeler Nation gets to enjoy here while we're watching the, while we're listening to you speak. So, uh, so just to give uh, Steeler Nation a little bit of a hint of what to look forward to when uh, when you start donning the black and gold here for us soon. Um, so in college, you wore number 57. Then in the pros, you changed to my absolute favorite number, which is number 69. And tell us what the decision was to switch numbers and why you chose 69. Oh, uh, I didn't choose 69. They just gave it to me. Oh, they did. Oh, I got I you. So it's like, you got to be 69. Is it? No, they just said, here, here's a jersey. And I said, okay, well... <laughs> number at the end of the day and then everybody made a big thing about it i was like bro it's just a number like relax because yeah. <laughs> back in at least when i played school the funniest guy on the team it seemed was always number 69 so i didn't know if you were the one cracking the jokes out there and i was, I was like, cracking the jokes i was <laughs> going i was i was being i was that guy like yeah. i just want guys to enjoy and have fun because it's, it's it's a stressful job you know like mentally and physically. So it's like, if you can just wind down and have fun and crack jokes with each other, then that's like, a you know, you're creating a brotherhood and it's like, you know, everybody being themselves. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, it was fun. Like we would crack jokes, but when it's time to work, we, we were all working. Like it was never where we didn't take it seriously. We guys were working, even the vets, the vets were out there 
when coach asked him to do something, they didn't have a problem. They did it. Like, it wasn't a problem. And I was like, okay. And these 10-year guys. So I said, if they're doing that, that means I'm no better. I need to do it too. So whatever they were doing, I was trying to work on it. The same thing. So you're coming to the Steelers. I know the Steelers currently, for the first time, I mean, we haven't had the number 69 picked up on the Steelers in decades, it seems. And uh, Dotson ended up, Kevin Dotson, the, the rookie lineman from the previous year, ended up taking that number. So you coming to the Steelers, are you, are you going to try to keep 69 or are you going to move to a different number? Whatever number they give me, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm a new guy. I'm not going to yeah. come in here. Body toes. If that's your number, that's your number. That's cool. No, new team, new number. That's how I go by. Awesome. I did see on your social media, though, it looked like somebody threw you with a, a 68 Steelers yeah. jersey on it. I love yeah, that. They, they just threw it on there. And I was just like, okay, I, I, I like the, uh, the edit. So I was like, okay, I'll take this. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. So I, oh, the uh, Steelers, I know they reached out to you this year. And can you tell us who you spoke to first and what was your experience like then, I guess, changing teams, having to go from Chicago to Pittsburgh? Okay, so a couple of teams that were talking to me or my agent when free agency started was Tennessee, the Bills, mm-hmm. Baltimore, Steelers, mm-hmm. and the Jets. A lot of good and, running teams there, yeah. And the Bears. Yeah. My thing was I felt like I needed a fresh start and just mm-hmm. mentally – mentally a fresh start because I was going through it a little bit over there and no, no disrespect to them. It just, it was just time for me to go. Like, yeah. honestly. And, you know, meeting my time and having those conversations with him and just, you know, just, he's just, he just wants your guy. He just wants his guys to be great. No, no mind games, no, no playing around. He just wants his guys to be great and That's take awesome. care of his guys and show respect to his guys. And, and I was, and I was like, you know what? I told my agent, I said, if nobody offers me in the next thirty minutes, I'm going to Pittsburgh. I don't care. I told him, I said, I don't care. I said, I would love to play in Pittsburgh. Like, like I would love to do it. And he was just, and he was like, you sure? I said, look at me. I said, I'm sure. I said, I don't care what comes next. I said, I'm focused. This is where I want to go. And he was like, okay. In thirty minutes, it maybe not even thirty minutes, maybe twenty. I said, yo, tell him I'm signing. Hey, oh I'm wow. <laughs> I said, I don't care. Like, I'm not even going to yeah. waste my That's great. And did Coach Tomlin then talk to you at all about what positions they can foresee you playing? Have you discussed any center? Have you discussed either left guard or right guard or both? Or just basically anywhere on the interior? So so when I – so I, uh, that – okay. So when I uh, told them I, I want to sign there, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with signing there. They said, oh, we're going to have to fight you out this Monday. And it was a Saturday. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I had to go – like 11 p.m. at night to get my hair retwisted and my <laughs> haircut because I look, I haven't got lined up and anything like a haircut in probably three months. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I feel. Say, I, need, I need a cut. <laughs> my, my beard feels you, man. <laughs> so they flew yeah. me out Sunday night, and I get there. I get to the facility, and then Coach Tomlin was like. Yo, I didn't know you were this versatile. I'm like, I've seen you at right guard, left guard, right tackle. Yeah. I was, I was like, yeah. I said, I said, yeah. I said, whatever they needed me, I'll, I'll go out there and do my best. Like, what else can you ask for? Mm-hmm. And he was like, we could, he said, we could work with that. He said, we're going to get to work. That's what he said. He said, we're going to get to work. So I was like, okay, I already know it's going to be hard work. Everybody plays physical there. And I'm like, cool, it's going to make you tough. So I wasn't worried about it. I said, 
all right, these guys I already know their front seven is pretty good. So yeah. I was, I said we're gonna be in, in for a long run. I just keep working. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard, but it's gonna be it's gonna be worth it for sure. So did you start? Do you still work at all at snapping the football, playing any center since you used to do that I in high school? Yeah, I could snap the ball still. That's not a problem. It's just mm-hmm. it's really just flick of the wrist. Yeah. Me with center is a difference at this level because high school, I didn't have to make those checks. I didn't make those calls. That's, yeah, good call. Yeah. So now they want me to work both sides of the interior and I can play right tackle. So mm-hmm. that's what it is. Perfect. So right now, is there's no – being blindsided, I say, okay, I need to work on these positions and I'm good. Like, I'm going to work my craft in left guard, right guard, right tackle, and I'm going. That's, yeah. that's what I'm That's awesome because it's Steelers can use help everywhere. It's And it's it's one thing that the Pittsburgh – I don't know how familiar you are with the way that Pittsburgh brings in um, – uh, players but they like players with a lot of position flexibility across the offensive line when they bring an offensive lineman and that gives you the best chance of of course making your way onto the team and then building your way up through the roster so i'm really excited to see you play uh yeah. and come through in, in multiple positions to tell you the truth because I, I they look like so i guess did you play right guard the most then at, at chicago my so my second year switching over i ended up starting so i was a third string guard and okay. the second Okay. Or the third. So yeah, second string tackle. Mm-hmm. And I believe Kyle gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And then I told I had no team reps at right guard all week. And I told Ted, I said, yo, do not get hurt because I have we I haven't had no team reps all week at right guard. Wow. So unfortunately Ted cracked his kneecap. Uh-huh. So coach said, Shad, I'm like, I'm, so like low-key my heart job. I said, of course, this is this is me. I said, of course, this is my life. Everything's yeah. happening out of nowhere. I said, it's okay. I said, it's all right. Yeah. So I get in the huddle. First thing everybody says to me, yo, we got you. Don't worry about it. I'll let you know what you're doing. Just relax and communicate with me. We got you. And I, mm-hmm. I felt way, like, my heart, I was like, okay, I'm good. Because then my boys got my back. I'm good. Yeah. Bob was, and then Big Bobby Massey was like, bro, just just be aggressive and just do your job, bro. You're good. Just remember, you take care of your family. Remember that. And keep working. I said, all right, cool. And Chuck Chuck would help, hit me with that look, Shad. You got this. And like you had, you ain't even played right tackle before and you've done a good job and said, yo, just play hard. Like, wow. don't even worry. Yeah. So I said, thank you. I appreciate it. And Cody tapped me, like, you good, bro. So I, I got you. Don't even worry about it. I said, mm. okay, cool. So we get out there against the Vikings, decent game. Yeah. I was like, hey, coach is like, hey, you might be on to something. So I ended up starting 10 games. And next season, this past season, mm. I played. We had no preseason games, but we had scrimmages. Every scrimmage, I was playing right guard, right tackle. Like, every drive, I was switching over. So, it wasn't like I had a groove, but I was having a great – like, this is probably my best camp last year by far. Mm-hmm. My mental, like, positivity. And I told myself I'm going to be positive every day, and I'm going to choose one thing to work on in yeah. practice yeah. every day. And just, so, even when I got beat, I was like, look, what I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Coach like, okay, you need to work on this more. I'll go out to practice and work on it. Mm-hmm. Then I think James blows his peck out, oh. and coach coach asks me, "Shad, can you play uh, left guard for me? I know you never played it." And I'm like, "It is what it is, coach." Mm-hmm. I said, "Whatever happened, happens." First game, I had a pretty good, I had a pretty good first game, mm-hmm. good decent pass protection, and we were running the ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. And that Rams game, 
Like I told him, I said, I told Coach, I said, hey, look, that Rams game like did it for me mentally. Like I had to lock in. I didn't care. Yeah. I had to up. I didn't care who I was going against. Like I had to. Play, I just played ball. That's one of the see. toughest front sevens in all of football. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And then, so I had at least three plays where where I got beat, and it showed like, okay, these guys are the real deal. Yeah. And I had some really good plays where it's like, okay, I've done it once. You could do it again. Now just yeah. let's be consistent. And and I felt like the Saints had a really good front seven as well. Mm-hmm, definitely. So I ended up playing, I think, three three games at left guard and two games at right tackle. Mm. So it doesn't matter where you go, you, you're just gonna <clears throat> plug and play and do your hardest. And that's great to hear as a as a fan yeah. of football. Yeah, man. I love that. I just I just excited for the support, the support from the coaching staff in Pittsburgh. Just like, yo, know, like we like what we saw. And this helps our like if this fits their scheme. I was like, okay, that's something to work off of. You know, it mm-hmm. makes me. Hey, I could, that means I could do this. I, okay, I'm ready to prepare myself to to get to work and push myself to the limit. Nice. And so, since you play both sides of the field, what play gives you the most pleasure? Then would it be, would you say getting a sack or helping your offense score a touchdown? Scoring a touchdown because it, collectively, you got to be all on the same page. So if you're not all on the same page, you can't score. And I've realized that it's more than just not giving up sacks and not or blocking your guy. It's, it's making sure like you know your assignments, know the adjustments. And I've learned that last year, like mentally. Like I got the physical parts aspect down. It's mentally, this game is all mental. And I'm learning that. Like it's all mental. Yeah. You do it, you're gonna do it. If you hesitate, if you say you can't do it, nine times out of ten, you're gonna mess up. Yeah. And me mentally last year was shed positivity the night before. My college coach used to tell me, envision yourself making plays, envision yourself Mm -hmm. blocking your assignments. And I I just brought it back to myself, like, okay. And just envision myself doing the right thing, you know. And then my wife used to tell me, yo, you're going to mess up. Even if you mess up, next play mentality. Like, who cares? You can't change it. Just move on. Yeah. was in the past was I was harp on one play and then I would have a rough a rough stretch mm-hmm. and I get over it and last year it was I had a bad play I'm like all right yeah whatever he made the play cool next play okay we got a big run cool or it's good it's good enough pass protection where he got a deep shot I'm like okay see yeah. I said next day mentality and I'm learning that as a young guy on the old line you got this one and understand like you know just focus on the next play like you can't change the last play like just let it go true and we got a shout out for you from uh facebook brandon wallace to shout out to hashtag odu yeah ODU. (laughs) so we're at the time at the podcast where we take questions from steeler nation so twitter facebook youtube if you got any questions put them in now i'm going to be going over to steelernation.com questions from the forum members where we put up a thread every time we have a podcast, every time we have an interview, go over to SteelerNation.com, join the football forum, get yourself a free handle so you can ask questions here as well. So the first ones I'm, I'm going to ask you are from Slash Steel. Uh, he says, I, I also see you're from Brooklyn and one site had you majoring in criminal justice. Uh, what made you choose criminal justice as a major? Just, just because of the narrative mm-hmm. about cops, you know, yeah. I've never had a bad run in with a cop Mm -hmm. and I feel like 
myself, if, I, if football didn't work out, I was going to go back to, uh, to New York and be a police officer to make it a better thing for kids to feel safe. And I feel you can't take guys that didn't come from the area and put them in that area and they're not going to understand mm. like what those kids are going through. Not saying just let them slide with you know, doing illegal stuff. I'm just saying yeah. like yeah. the way to approach someone, the way to talk to somebody is it's just different because I've seen my friends get stopped, frisked, slammed on the ground before and yeah. put in us. And I'm standing there like, you know, they, they'll tell me have a nice day, but never, but always hostile to those guys. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's like, I got, I got pulled over one time in New York because my tents were too dark, Yeah, but it's legal in Illinois. Gotcha. And they pulled, they pulled me over and told me, pull my, my roll down all my windows. These guys came up, hold like, hand on like hand on the gun on the hip and I'm sitting here my hands I'm like look like you know I'm not doing nothing I didn't want to let it lie I didn't turn to the right yeah. you know so I, I didn't switch lanes and I was what's going on mm-hmm. oh your tents are just too dark I said okay that's cool but like you know what you have no reason to pull me over mm-hmm. so I said and I feel like those guys were just being too aggressive like just yeah. you know Come respect people and they'll respect you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm a respect guy. If you respect me, I'm going to show you respect. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disrespect you if I don't know you. Definitely. Oh, that's great. And it'll make the, I feel like it'll make the situation much calmer mm-hmm. if it's not a hostile situation, of course. But yeah, like I, that's what I wanted to do and just make a difference in the community so the kids won't be afraid of police officers. Mm-hmm. Just, just make a difference. That's what I wanted to do. That's great. Superman asked us, what was it like playing with Mitch Trubisky? Mitch is a great guy. Everybody just, nobody knows Mitch. I know Mitch. Mitch is a great guy. Yeah. He's a fun guy to be around. He's always invited you to his house. Always wanted to put his offensive line. Always, he took care of his guys. You know, Mitch is going to be a great player. I don't care what nobody says. Yep. Mitch Mitch has a new opportunity. I know Josh Allen's there. When Mitch get his opportunity, Mitch is gonna Mitch is Mitch can play. He's a playmaker, I, yeah. He's he can play. Yeah. I know Chicago fan base is a real is real rough. Like mm-hmm. no disrespect to them, but it's really rough and really scary at times. But Mitch can play. Just like honestly, Mitch can play. And I'm happy for him that he has a fresh start and I'm happy for him that he's doing so much in his life. He's he's engaged now. Oh I'm, nice. I went down to Florida and I just saw how happy he was and <laughs> a new person. I said, Mitch, I'm like, you so energetic. He said, bro, I'm just so happy, bro. I'm just so happy. Like, That's great. I just want to keep work. And he's a good person. Like he's yeah. always going to hear you. He'll buy you. He'll, he'll, if you needed something, mm. Mitch will got, Mitch has, Mitch got you. Like oh, wow. that person he is. Mm. Oh, that's great. That, that, and I love getting that kind of insight because that's one thing that we don't get as fans. We don't get to know players as people. We get to know players as statistics and what they do on a football field. So thank you so much for sharing that with me, Shad. I appreciate that. And last question we got here from Cooley Man. He asks, what are your initial impressions of Pittsburgh, the town, and the team? So when I came into Pittsburgh, I felt like it was it was real calm and nice. And I, I, I just like how chill it was. And it was so many hills. And I said, man, this feels like I'm in Puerto Rico. Like, <laughs> I was felt amazing i said man this is great and i played at heinz field already in college my freshman year against Pitt. so i know the stadium is huge and it gets loud and the faci- i like the facility yeah i like i like 
I don't need fancy things. I like old school. And the way they do stuff is old school. You ain't got to go crazy with technology. They just get the job done, mm-hmm. you know. And I like that. It don't have to be fancy and flashy. They just get the job done. Like, I went in the weight room. I saw everything, how it was set up, the fields, the the yep. tub. There's nothing fancy. It's just, you know, we here to work. Yeah. We here. At the end of, that's what they say. Yo, we don't care none of us but winning. This is Disney World. All we care about is winning. And I said, I like the mentality. All right. It was great. Uh, my, my Uber driver, all he did was talk about the Steelers, who he had in his car yeah. and he's telling me uh the local areas where the bars were where the colleges were and it was yeah. just yeah everybody was nice too like everybody really was nice out there and i said this is nice this is a real low-key is chill and everybody loved these sports i like it already well i hope that we've that that our team reaches out and embraces you the way you deserve to be embraced, man. You're a heck of a guy. I love this interview. I feel like I've really gotten to know you, Shad. So I really appreciate yeah. your time. Steeler Nation, you got to follow him on Instagram at RC Rampage, R-C-R-A-M-P-A-G-E. And on Twitter at Rashad Coward, R-A-S-H-A-A-D-C-O-W-A-R-D. You know, much thanks, much love to you, man. Thank you so much for going in and talking. Thank you for having me on the podcast today. I appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome, man. And I want to get you a t-shirt too. I'll shoot you an email and, and get you oh, a podcast please. t-shirt. So loved having you on. Yeah, same. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right. And Steeler Nation, you too can get great unique gifts on the SteelerNation.com gear page. We have every size and many color choices to satisfy all of Steeler Nation. We are the best site for unique Steelers content on the internet. Click the podcast button to listen to one of our many interviews or the forum button for the best football discussion on the internet. Subscribe to Steeler Nation on YouTube channel to be the first to know about our live vidcasts and video uploads uploads at www.youtube slash Steeler Nation. Tweet us at Steeler Nation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com. Follow us on the Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. Or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SN Striker, Striker spelled with a Y. And thank you once again for joining us for the SteelerNation.com podcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprise. I am your host, G Striker, along with Rashad Coward, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!